bed. Do I have to? Do you remember saying that when you were a kid? To your guardian? Your mom or your dad or your mom and your mom or your dad and your dad? I remember saying that a lot. Just did not want to go to bed. It felt so early and it felt like a punishment to go to bed. At a bedtime of 9 p.m. when I was younger and I just so angry that I just was missing out on all the fun that was happening while I was forced to go to bed. And I would just sit in bed and sit in the dark and just stare at the ceiling. It felt like hours and just just kind of sit and wonder what was happening while I was sleeping. I wasn't excited at all. But now when I go to bed and I just kind of, I go to bed pretty easily. It feels like the Sandman puts me in a headlock or something. Puts me in a headlock and lays my ass to sleep. But yeah, for some reason I just did not want to go to bed. And it used to freak me out a lot when I was trying to go to bed. Just the act of falling asleep and when your head starts to droop and you kind of wake up like that and you just have no control of this function. It would just freak me out. I felt like I was dying. I was powering down or something. This is the second episode of Only in Dreams, and it's a podcast where you send in your dreams to me, and I, Nico, will read them and try to put myself in your situation, try to figure out what these dreams might mean, and just get a different perspective, and maybe I can help you. Maybe I can help you figure out what was going on in them head movies. I hope you enjoy, and I got a lot of submissions, and I'm gonna try to knock out a few of them. So just sit back and enjoy these dreams. Okay, we got a dream submission from harpoon13 is his instagram name and it says i robbed a bank with my best friend and then we killed ourselves riveting <laughs> that's crazy i robbed a bank with my best friend and then we killed ourselves sounds like a harmony corinne movie um all right Put myself in your shoes, Harpoon 13. And I'm gonna see what it's like to experience this dream and what it might mean. So I'm gonna close my eyes and try to figure out. Alright, set the scene. Walking into a walking, walking to a bank with my best friend. And we're kind of looking at each other and we're we're doing head nods we're like like you ready to do this and he's like yeah man fuck it you know get money get money 
probably got some cool mask on, like probably some like I don't know, some presidential. Like he probably has like a like a Joker mask on, and I have like a screen mask, and we just walk in the 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 bank, and we're just like, give us some fucking money, and nobody gets hurt. And you know we're kind of just I got him on the I got him on the table just kind of smacking people and he's he's on he's on the table and just pacing around with a gun and just being like give us some fucking money and I'm going up to people and I'm like Venmo me fucking Venmo me and we get the money you know we get the loot I get like ten Venmos from people and there's shit and bricks too they can barely hold their phone up so, so we someone hits someone hits the alarm and it, it calls the police and we're just like fuck I can't handle jail we start running we're running we're running and then we're just like dude like fuck jail just both look at each other and we we're just like eh. and just do the deed pull the plug on our old on our old friendship well what could that mean though so we're in a bank we rob a bank and then we kill ourselves okay So maybe the bank, the bank is holding riches and the riches that come with the friendship are shared experiences. We're, we're in this together, this experience together. We're having good times and we're having bad times. And we're sharing all these experiences and we're, I don't know your relationship with your best friend, but I don't know if there's been ups and downs. I'm sure there is, like every every friendship. But sharing these these experiences and the thought of not or the thought of losing those experiences and losing the riches that you share with your friend, they literally make you want to kill yourself, and you just you can't imagine living without those experiences with this person that you know you call your best friend and maybe that's you know maybe that's what your your mind is telling you that you're just you would rather you'd rather die than than not get to experience these riches with your friend you know that is what I'm getting from the dream. I might be wrong though, but I don't know, it's your life. And we're just living in it. But I hope you don't rob a bank because I've known someone that robbed a bank and it did not turn out well for them. Uh, yeah, money isn't everything, but it's always good to have a ride or die. Ride or die best friend with you. That's down.
Alright, Harpoon 13. Thank you for the submission. So this next dream was sent in by my good friend, Aaron. And Aaron says, I was walking into a huge supermarket. Security starts throwing these hard plastic rocks at me. And I was just trying to walk into the store and they wouldn't stop. I start running up these endless stairs. I get to this apartment door and I walk in. I hear a woman crying to the right down the hall. So I go into a door to my left and there was a baby floating in the middle of the room and it started floating towards me i was like nope and i walked back out down the stairs the millions of stairs turned into like 20. i get to the bottom and see hella people floating up like the rapture and i'm wondering why i'm not floating too i kind of freaked out and i'm walking down the street to see if i can find anyone I find no one, but I come across this tree with like 12 people in it, standing straight up on the branches, and they're all humming the same song, and it was crazy loud. I don't know the song, the end, help, what does it mean? What does this mean? I have no idea, but we're gonna, we're gonna try to figure this out together. So let's break this down and let me put myself in your position. So I'm walking into a huge supermarket and security starts throwing plastic rocks at me. Hmm. Getting picked on for just, for just being. So maybe you feel like, maybe you feel like you're getting attacked you're getting singled out by something by people you feel like you're getting singled out by them and you start running up these stairs that just seem to go on for end for forever and they're and you just feel like you're caught in this spiral spiral of being pretty much picked on for no reason and you get to an apartment door and you walk in and you hear a woman crying to the right down the hall. So I go into a door to my left and there was a baby floating. I don't know why a baby would be floating. Hmm. So I'm imagining opening this door and there's a baby floating. <laughs> it's kind of just floating there looking at me. And I'm looking at it. And I have a reaction where I'm like, nope. And that might be... Maybe you're... You're not ready to face... Being a father, maybe? I don't know. You're not ready for that yet? Maybe that's something that's kind of just in the back of your head being like, hey, maybe uh, maybe I want to be a dad one day. I want to have a little, a little son. So maybe that's why it's floating. 
because it's up in the air and you don't know you don't know where you stand yet do, do I be a father to this this future baby not if it's gonna float not if it has psychic powers I could turn on me when I tell it to do something so I'm running down back the stairs running down and the stairs turn into like 20 stairs from millions of stairs to 20 and you get to the bottom and see hella people floating up like the rapture and you wonder why you're not floating too I'm starting to see a lot of you feel singled out like you feel like subconsciously you're being singled out for something and people are you're wondering why am I being singled out why am I not floating why is this person throwing plastic rocks at me I'm just trying to fucking buy some candy or something in the store so I'm seeing I I would feel like I'm being singled out why am I not being picked to float up to but you find you find that you're not floating and you're kind of freaked out and you walk down the street to see if you can find anyone and you find no one but you come across this tree with 12 people and they're standing straight up on branches and they're all humming the same song and it's crazy loud hmm so maybe these people are no, they're trying to ascend trying to ascend to be to be picked up in the rapture Maybe they're trying to get good with someone so may that might be that might be a part of you that wants to be saved or I don't know to be accepted in some way I don't know why they're humming but it's just what your brain picked wherever dreams come from maybe it's a song of their forefathers and they're just kind of they're just letting you in on a little exclusive but I don't really know what's going on with that but I can I can definitely tell that I can't tell but I feel that there's something about unconsciously like feel singled out and with the floating baby that might be a part of you that doesn't want to face that yet that fatherhood I don't know I think about kids sometimes and I don't, I don't want to have a kid I'd rather have a nice dog a well behaved dog and I can dress him in dress him in little shirts can go to the park and I can walk him off the leash and he can do cool tricks I want to be one of them dogs where he wears sunglasses and just looks cool and people are like holy shit 
that dog has sunglasses on and and he looks cool so yeah that's what I think Aaron and I hope I helped you with this dream and I miss you buddy and I hope you're well next dream is from the good buddy Kyan. And Kyan said, I had a dream where I was selected to work an internship with a meatpacking industry. And the job I was set to work on was a machine that made it easy to separate the head and feet from chickens. I came up with a cylindrical chamber with two layers of crates where the chickens' heads were locked. At the upper grate and the chicken feet were below the lower grate. A scythe would spin and kill probably 50 chickens at once, leaving the bodies between the two crates. The dream ended when the machine ran successfully, and the grate tilted to a conveyor belt that carried the heads into the disposable bin. My perspective changed from an engineer to the perspective of one of the chicken heads, and before the head made it into the bin, I woke up. Keep in mind, I'm vegan, so it was weird. But about two weeks later, I got an email from Indeed with the subject titled, Perfect Fit for Mechanical Engineering Internship with the American Meatpacking Association. Hmm. Hmm. This almost, (laughs) what does this mean? This almost seems like a a cry from the future from these chickens <laughs> that they're they're essentially sending you a psychic message a psychic message saying do not do not become an engineer <laughs> and don't make this killing machine that kills fifty of us at once. Um, yeah, it's a machine that swiftly kills chickens, and your perspective switches to them. Hmm. Hmm. So you're developing a machine that kills a lot of things, animals, at once, swiftly. Maybe these animals you see are, they might be parts of yourself that you don't like and you're trying to, and your dream can control something and come up with something that kills this part of you that you don't like so that's why your perspective switches to a head rolling and that could be one aspect of it or I think (laughs) I really want to think that's a message from these psychic chickens they're like our only hope don't make this death machine I want to live I want to experience life and I want to 
want to fucking go to Vegas and get fucked up and fucking throw up. <laughs> but it could be that you are making this machine in your dreams that kills something. But it's something that you don't. You're vegan, so you don't eat animals. So why would you want to kill something that you essentially are... You don't want to eat and don't want to harm. So it might be something, a person, maybe it's part of you that's attacking something that you're trying to hold on to, something that you see as, as bad about yourself, and it, that's why your perspective changes. Because it's a part of you that's trying to get killed off. Maybe it's something you're, you're holding on to and maybe something's telling you that what you're holding on to could be seen as something bad in someone else's eyes maybe but it's also very strange that you got an email saying you can get a job or an internship at this meatpacking place so I'm gonna go with psychic chickens you're their only hope so hopefully hopefully I help you out Kaya Alright, buddy. Instagram user moth dot holes. Moth holes. And moth holes says in the dream it's my birthday. But I haven't told anyone. Despite not having told anyone, I still kind of see it as a special day for me. I'm in a new city with a new set of friends that I don't know very well, and they want to go to a restaurant they're all really excited about. When we get there, it's an extremely fancy establishment, and I'm instantly uncomfortable because I'm in jeans with the ass blown out, and a t-shirt that used to be white, is now closer to the color of dishwater. We're seated and the table comes all the way up to my chin and has a white tablecloth on it. Everyone is chattering excitedly as I look over the menu and realize not only is nothing on the menu vegan, but it's all insanely expensive. An overwhelming sense of dread washes over me. I'm going to have to tell my new friends that I can't eat with them. I look up and I see that the table doesn't reach their chins and they're seated comfortably. As I open my mouth to tell them the person seated across from me, who is a gorgeous androgynous individual, knows what I'm about to say and they're already they're already heckling me nonsensically. Everyone else who is just as beautiful joins in and they yell at me until I wake up. Okay, moth holes. Let's figure this out. Right off the bat, I've been there. I've been to a fancy restaurant before. And I was super underdressed. And I was definitely getting a lot of looks. They're like, who let this homeless gentleman in off the street? Um, so I've been there. And I'm going to put myself in your shoes. So I'm in a new city with a new set of friends. I'm gonna go to a fancy restaurant. 
extremely fancy. Hmm. I, it might just be the feeling of wanting to be accepted. Wanting to be accepted by this this group. This new group. You want them to like you right off the bat. And you think they're not going to accept you because your clothes are deteriorating off you. They're disintegrating. I've been there. And I'm still there. And it's kind of intimidating to go to a fancy establishment being like, $30 for a piece of toast? Um, That's intimidating. And you don't want to be seen as, oh, I can't eat here. It's too fucking expensive. You want to join in with your new friends and and the feeling of when you sit down and the table comes all the way up to your chin and everyone else is seated comfortably you feel uncomfortable you feel uncomfortable in this situation and you feel less than you feel lower than your new set of friends and you feel well, I would feel beneath them in that sense of, oh man, like, what am I doing here? Like, what am I doing? I don't fit in. Nothing on the menu's vegan. And I'm going to have to explain to them, hey guys, uh, I can't eat here because I have dietary restrictions. And I've been there because I'm vegan. And it's always shitty conversation to have and uh, I've had many of them (laughs) but you gotta stand your ground stand up for what you believe in and if they're really your friends then they'll accept you and make a compromise but this character of an androgynous a beautiful androgynous individual looking at you and they they know what you're already about to say, and they start heckling, uh, heckling you. Heckling? Yeah, heckling you. And I'm guessing since they're androgynous, you can't really tell what they are. So it's this, it's this pretty much this blank canvas to paint this criticism on like you're gaining it from both ways and they're very beautiful and it's pretty intimidating sometimes when you're surrounded by beautiful people and you start to feel a little bit self-conscious and start to th- start to notice your flaws a little bit like I I notice I do that I'm like oh fuck like uh where am I why don't I look like this and are they noticing what I'm how big my pores are and all that shit. Um, but then they yell at you until you wake up and this sounds like you, you're just aware and you might be a little bit self-conscious and that's okay, but you're, you just want to fit in with your new set of friends and 
if they were your real friends and they would accept you for what you are. Disintegrating clothes and vegan eating and all. So I hope that helps and hopefully I get to maybe help you figure out what this means a little bit. That's what it seems like it means in my eyes if I were going through this dream. But just keep on being you and stand up stand up in in your food choices and have those conversations cuz i have them and you just that's part of the deal it comes with the territory but thank you moth holes for saying that in hope it helped bye second episode of Only in Dreams and I want to thank you for listening I want to thank you for submitting and if you'd like to submit a dream you can follow me on Instagram at 4 billion smiling dogs the number 4 billion smiling dogs um, you can send me a message if you dream And next week I'm going to have a Halloween episode where we talk about nightmares and all that fun stuff. Fun stuff that that, uh, makes dreaming scary sometimes. Uh, But yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I hope to make more of these. They're pretty fun. Uh, Yeah. Hope you keep listening, and have a good night, and I hope you have a cool dream. Maybe in this dream, you can speak to animals, and you gather all the animals up, and then you start like a boy band, and in that boy band, you make a hit, and that hit becomes a national anthem, and then everyone has to sing your hit. It's just a bunch of animal noises. So people are putting their hand over their heart and looking at the flag and going bark, bark, chirp, chirp, moo, moo, uh, cluck, cluck, nuck if you cluck. But okay, thank you for listening to the second episode and hope you have a good night. Bye.